Hey, hey, hey there. On the Way Home fans, it's Michael Braithwaite, your host from Blue Door with another episode of On the Way Home. Uh, we are so fortunate to have amazing people uh, across this country, in our own community, around the world that are stepping up to the challenges we face around housing, homelessness, health, uh, and and meaningful employment. And, and I say we're, we're so lucky because, you know, we have a lot of, cho- we have choices in this world. We can say, hey, someone should do something about and wait for someone to do that, or we can step up ourselves. And, and today's guests that we'll get to have done exactly that. They saw something um, that in their heads, you know, something needed to be done. Um, it wasn't acceptable. And instead of waiting for something to be done, they took steps forward, which is so cool and so inspirational. Um, and, and they've had a, a huge impact so far. We'll continue uh, and are looking to have a much bigger impact. Before I get to them, I do want to talk about uh, Blue Door, the organization I work with. Uh, Blue Door is an organization that operates mostly uh, up in York region, which is just above Toronto in the greater Toronto area. Uh, we do some work into Peel and Durham as well. Uh, we work hard to help our most vulnerable across uh, those regions and we try and help house them. We try and provide them with meaningful and uh, well-paying work. We connect them to doctors and nurses and all the wonderful healthcare professionals that can wrap their services around them, help them with their mental and physical health needs to keep them housed and get them on a journey uh, to housing. And and the frontline heroes that I work with uh, day-to-day do all that work and more continued right through the pandemic without missing a beat. as our vulnerable really, really felt that uh, we all did, but uh, our most vulnerable even more so, and they kept doing that. And we do this podcast in partnership with the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness. Now, right now, the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness, uh, check out their website at caeh.ca to see all the wonderful stuff that they're doing. There is an opportunity for you to become part of the solution too. Um, they have suggested a housing benefit uh, to the federal government and they're trying to get a lot of signatures on that they make it really easy for you to do so just check that out uh, read the report on their site what they're suggesting if you think it's a great thing and i'm telling you it is uh, it's really going to move the needle on ending homelessness preventing homelessness sign up for it and then just by putting your information in automatically in your area will send a letter a well-written letter to your local mps uh, urging them to push through this housing benefit and make it a priority so they're doing great work as always they're moving the national needle on ending and preventing homelessness as well if you want to become a built for zero community and let me tell you you do uh, check out their built for zero work as well uh, and they do all sorts of great stuff so check out their website moving forward hey you know uh we hear a lot of talk about inflation the cost of housing um, that wages and our assistance support programs that we have are not keeping up of course with the cost of inflation they were even you know they weren't before inflation shot up and even more so now the high cost of food and housing etc so more and more we see so many people hurting uh, so many people without. Um, and, you know, it, like I said before, uh, we sit back and we, we, we say to government, you have to do more. And they absolutely do have to do more. But it's not all on the backs of government. It, government plays a huge part in preventing and ending homelessness and supporting our most vulnerable. But so does community. And today I have two gentlemen with me that are two community members that, that saw 
something they didn't like. They saw something that was wrong. They saw something that was inhumane and they stepped up and had a unique way of approaching it. They're going to talk more uh, about this, but you know, they, they literally took that phrase, you know, if it's going to be, it's up to me, they put it into action or, or be the change you want to see. Um, they put that into action and they're, uh, keeping that pushing forward. So without further ado, I'm going to have uh, Evan Mintz and Mark Abezdiers, uh join me. Uh, Mark and Evan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Thank Michael. You so much. It's an honor to be here. Awesome to have you guys here. Um, very uh, inspirational in my mind, and I'm sure our listeners will find uh, that as well. So before we get started and learn more about uh, each of your, your journeys into the uh, work that you're doing right now, um, we ask a standard question to all our listeners. You know, Mark, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Evan uh, because it's a personal thing. And that is, what does home mean to you? Um, so I think, you know, I'd like to talk abstractly about what home means to me. And I think home is really um, a feeling. Um, it's it's um, security. It's um, you know, it's, it can be, it home can be as, as ethereal as something like a warm smile from, from a stranger. It can be a, a hand on your shoulder. It can be home can be an idea. It can be the idea of comfort, the idea of security. Um, and it can step and it can extend far, um, beyond, um, just, you know, the reach of, uh, of four walls, um, and the safety of a structure. Um, and, um, yeah, I think this is, this is what we're trying to communicate is, um, to extend the idea, um, of what a home can be, um, to, uh, to, to welcome our neighbors, uh, as, as far away as possible into it. Thanks for that. Evan, what are your thoughts? We, we probably should have coordinated this better. You took some of my answer. Um, I, I would add probably that, um, that uh, home, when I think of home, I think of, mostly I think of my mom. Um, she epitomized a lot of the feelings that Mark talked about, the security and safety and comfort. Um, obviously, uh, there is the physical aspect that, uh, in terms of shelter to a home that you, know, that you can't deny. But um, uh, yeah, mostly I, I believe that everybody deserves that kindness, that support, you know, whether it's your mom or your dad or, uh, you know, family member or a friend, um, I think that that's a, that's the biggest part of the concept of home. And, and my mom is a lot of the reason why I'm doing this, uh, what, what we're doing. So I, I think, uh, I think that's, that suffices. Very cool. And yes, you know, family is <clears throat> home and, and both of you, like many of our, uh, guests that we've had on, Nothing to do with the, the roof of four walls, right? It's what it represents, as uh, Mark right. said before. So tell me about the work that you're doing and your journey. Uh, you guys want to start, I know, five years ago. You've been doing this for five years. Uh, and it's something just kind of hit you and spurned you to take action. Can you walk our listeners uh, into the journey? Uh, maybe we'll start with you, Evan, that you and Mark took um, into taking action. Yeah, we, uh, it wasn't, uh, it was probably, it started around five years ago, exactly. The sort of the idea was percolating. Um, we would hang out, Mark and I, and um, sort of lament the fact that we, um, you know, we work downtown. So uh, we would see, uh, you know, the visible uh, uh, homeless community. And uh, it would be hard because uh, where we once had change or cash on us to be able to give out and 
um, get that sort of immediate uh, gratification of of um, of helping in a small way. We we just didn't have that the cash or the change on us anymore. So we um, it, it felt like years of, of sort of going back and forth. Uh, we even went as far as um, talking to someone in the who worked in the space to see if there was a need or if it made sense to even um, do what we were thinking. Um, and then I guess like sort of, you know, you could say the pandemic hit and that, uh, you know, sort of motivated us even further or spurred us on even more. We just decided, uh, really, we just decided to just go for it one day. Um, we pooled our resources and um, purchased some gift cards uh, from Tim Hortons. Uh, and the, and the, the first cards we bought were from Tim Hortons. And we, um, so we collected uh, about 50 Tim Hortons cards and we used those in lieu of cash to, to hand out um, to the people that we saw while we were in our day-to-day -day lives. Uh, we didn't really think much more of it at the time. We, we, I started, we started a GoFundMe page so that maybe if friends had heard about it or family wanted to contribute, they could, uh, they could, they had a way to do it. Uh, and then I guess it was maybe a month or maybe a little bit more uh, later, a friend of mine had uh, uh, see, seen what we were doing, and uh, his name is Brian. He's kind enough to to write to BlogTO on our on our behalf. Um, we didn't. He didn't tell us he was doing it, and we didn't have any idea. And just if, and so out of nowhere, BlogTO got in touch with us. Uh, it felt like out of nowhere, BlogTO got in touch with us and um, wanted to do a story. And that story sort of led to many other opportunities. Uh, people from all over Canada um heard about it uh, I, i'm sure even internationally heard about it and uh we're we were fortunate enough to get uh, a lot of donations through gofundme uh, we raised around fifteen thousand dollars on gofundme and we converted all that money into gift cards and that, and that was very very uh, you know sort of emotional and gratifying and um it again it was it's sort of i guess in a lot of ways it, you know a lot of things happen it feels like out of nowhere but this truly was um, not planned and um, and unexpected and actually it, it, you know while we were handing out gift cards and um, doing something on sort of a micro level still um, we were contacted by Tim Hortons who had heard about us and they actually were kind enough to donate uh, around twenty five thousand dollars in gift cards uh, to us or equal to about twenty five hundred gift cards that all of a sudden we were we were flush with gift cards and uh, we we didn't really know what to do with all the gift cards because it was easy enough to hand out five, 10, 15, 20 gift cards, but 2,500 gift cards is a whole other universe. Um, and so we were, again, fortunate enough to, you know, through social media and uh, through just like sort of connections that we had, we reached out to a number of shelters and outreach groups and made numerous connections in Vancouver, in Montreal, and in, in, in Ottawa, um, all over Ontario. With all, with you know, Blue Door including, um, with uh, a number of these organizations, and we're able to support with, you know, with those cards, we were able to support um, like all sort of everybody in the community who was doing work, doing the, the real work day to day. So that's so what, uh, what was that uh, sort of brings us to today. Evan, let me jump in there. Like, what was the reaction? I could tell you what the reaction from Blue Door would be for sure. What has been the reaction when you you call up or Mark? You know, uh, we'll give you a chance to jump in here too, as you you something small scale like you guys are like all right let's do this and then bit by bit there's an article tim hortons now gives you you're like wow you know uh there's two of us or a bunch of us to can these out uh 
how to make a greater impact. Let's break the question in, into two parts here. Um, you, know, you know, what was the point where you said, okay, we, you know, I think it started off as a bit of a one-off. Let's do something good to this is something bigger. Uh, and, and, and are we ready to take the next step? Because let's make this clear to our listeners. You guys have day jobs, right? Like you, this is volunteer. You're doing this on your own time. Um, so so jobs, you know, was there that point? Well, I mean, listen, like, you know, once we, once, once it kind of um, took on a life of its own in terms of, you know, like Evan mentioned, getting Tim Hortons involved, um, them coming to the table with a large donation, um, us getting some publicity. We were on breakfast television live with uh, Sid and uh, all of a sudden we had some, some really big momentum. And the nice thing that came from this was, you know, we weren't going to be able to facilitate Evan and I, um, like, like, you know, like we just mentioned, we have day jobs and families. We, we weren't going to be able to hand out 2,500 cards on our own. And the beautiful thing that came from that was, you know, we had to reach out to um, outreach programs in the community, shelters in the community. Um, and by doing that, not only did we support them with cards, but we learned a lot more about the needs of that community it wasn't just that they were going to need uh tim horton's cards which which was amazing you know they were going to have access to a warm meal um which was fantastic but but we, we we learned other you know that there was other necessities there was potentially um you know young families that needed grocery cards and there you know and so we we clothing cards yeah yeah you know we 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 learned an incredible amount um because of sort of the avalanche of donations that came in um which was very valuable to us what we're doing yeah i mean you you went from like all right so we have some good intentions to kind of um narrowing those intentions say okay now that we have the let's put these good intentions to what is actually the need out there you're learning people are saying love it guys thanks however here's kind of what people are, we're hearing from our clients and you're able to tailor it uh, a bit to that how far does the reach go is this in the gta is it across canada uh you know who you reach who you, who you working with it's all over we have uh we have an outreach group in vancouver called the kettle society we work with with an ottawa sh uh, shelter we work with a few groups in montreal um, many many groups in the gta um, we're look and we're looking constantly looking. I think part of the beauty of this idea um, is that we can send our cards anywhere for the cost of a stamp um, to you know. So we're 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 hoping and we're constantly um, you know sort of waiting and looking for uh, for engagement from from groups all over Canada. Um, you know, depending on it could go even further than that because. Um, there, there really is no borders. There, there are no borders to us, and there's no overhead, or, or like I said, just the cost of a stamp um, to get the cards out there. The cards are, they have no fees, um, so that so we convert 100% of all the money that comes to us um, onto the cards, and then, like I said, then they can we can spread them all over Canada. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty 
and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Super cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit for, for both of you. Why? Like, th There's a million issues out there that you could get involved in that you could be part of the solution. Why is this so important to you? How did this come about? Um, I think, you know, when we, when you think of charities and you think of organizations and causes, um, it occurs to me that it's incredibly easy to rally people for a variety of causes, um, because people tend to have a connection to those causes and and they're and they're and they're absolutely worthy causes like cancer and aids and etc um and but when it comes to homelessness and people experiencing homelessness it there's a different there's a different story um and people don't feel connected to that cause they don't feel um an obligation to participate in the betterment of these people's lives and Evan and I, um, we wanted to help rewrite the narrative of who these people are um, and how we can help them and how we can really help make a difference um, in, in real time in these people's lives. And, and um, Ev, do you want to add to that? I mean, it, it, it's pretty good. I, I, I do, like the one thing that comes that sort of occurs to me is is um you know the cliche that everyone is um sort of a paycheck away of being uh, of experiencing um some form of homelessness or poverty um i think that uh you know we we sort of like you know so that it, sort of we feel that as well um but at the same time i think the part of it i mean simply was that we were we were it was visible to us we were downtown um it was um, a meaningful way for us to help um, when we had the change and we had the cash. And Mark and I were um, always, you know, we sort of maybe something in common between us at the time was that we always gave and we always had conversations with the people that we gave to just to see how they were doing, just to, um, you know, even just to say hello. Um, so it was a cause that was, um, you know, in some ways close to us mm -hmm. and in others ways far away from far, far away from us because like you said, Michael, we have, um, you know, we, we have full-time jobs and we've never, fortunately, we've never experienced um, uh, homelessness and, and none, nobody in our community, in our close community had ever experienced homelessness. So it was, so it was important to us to, to spread some awareness to, to them as well, I would say. Great. Thanks guys. I mean, I think um, both of you bring up a good point too. And in, in my time in this work, what I felt is I think there's a lot of goodwill and good intention uh, with Canadians. And I think if you say homelessness, what do you think of now? So most people, because they don't want to say the wrong thing, won't answer that. But when I ask that question to great twos with zero filter, usually they paint a picture. They'll say like an old guy with a big beard. <laughs> they, they, uh, don't realize they're actually describing me, right? Because it, it's what they see on the streets of downtown Toronto. It's what maybe they've seen on social media, on, on you know, right. television, movies, that kind of thing, right? And, you know, how big of a problem could it be? It's just downtown, et cetera. So I think once people wrap, as you guys have as well, right, the learnings, um, 
that that you've learned is that like really looks like the three of us on this call there is no look it's this that feeling of uh helplessness and despair right so there, there's so much to to learn about it. and i think once people know and you're you're doing that through your education through this piece they they want to be uh part of the solution uh what i here's what i love uh, about gift cards too i think quite often when it comes to uh charity um we miss out on that dignified part, uh, that that dignity. You know, um, there when people become, uh, when people uh, experience homelessness, and the shame of not being able to provide housing for themselves and their family, the shame of going to the food bank and food bank use is like up two hundred percent year over year. Um, you know, and they're seeing more and more uh, people going to the food banks that have full-time jobs, right? So that that shame of now, but gift cards carry dignity. There's choice. Number one, you're not prescribing a choice. Hey, man. Well, I mean, it is with a gift card, but you're saying you buy what you want, and yes. there's dignity and to when it. you want. When yeah. you want. No one knows when you're using that card. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've talked about it at at, at uh, Blue Door, and there's an example I think in uh, Toronto now, one of them, but instead of a food bank uh so, and, and brilliant people on the the blue door team and we have this competition we have this competition on what is the best idea uh, from frontline to come up with like how we solve this and you know, we get a donor to give us some money and last year was something called market blue uh with, with uh, rudy and emmy on our team came up with this uh, uh emily on our team came up with this idea of a grocery store where you just give them a card right and there'd be a prescribed amount of like so you get what you want no one knows. It looks like a debit card. You just go in, get what you want. Anyone else uses it as a normal grocery card that helps fund the rest of, right? So we've got these, you know, remnants of an idea that uh, we're working through, but it was based on dignity. So I, I love, love the fact that you're, you're dignifying uh, this process for both of you who didn't, you know, you're not from this sector. I am thinking uh, what has been the biggest learning for you along the way in this process? Maybe Evan, we'll go to you this time first. Um, you sort of touched on it earlier. Um, part of the biggest learning was, I mean, when Mark and I sort of came up with this idea, um, or, or um, we were consistently discussing this idea, it was based around uh, having, you know, seeing seeing people um, like the more the visible homeless community. And um, when we started to get into it, and we uh, we started making connections with shelters and outreach groups, uh, we realized that the that there was a lot there was a, the problem was much much deeper than just the visible community um and so and then we started to hear about the stats of you know tens of thousands of people in the shelter systems and in emergency housing um so we uh and we so and we realized that i sort of realized that the need was was so much more than what we could have ever imagined um and 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 it even the the money that we put out is kind of a drop in the bucket um, so it's in some ways it's a little disheartening and in other ways it's motivating because um, it's it's spurring us on to to continue this work and to to take it even to further levels um, so that we can, you know, be, play a part in in one day, you know, hopefully realizing, uh, you know, in, in sort of salt ending um, homelessness and even putting a dent in um, income inequality and, and poverty as well. Mark, any thoughts? What are your big? What, what is your biggest learning? Honestly, um, you know, like Evan mentioned, you know, like we had been um, 
givers to that community for a long time. You know, we'd been conscious of, of the problem downtown, seeing people experiencing homelessness. And um, it wasn't until we got the gift cards um, that, you know, we started having, you know, more frequent interactions, obviously. We were, we were making a point to go, to go serve them. And, um, you know, it, these interactions um, were very, um, you know, influential and, and, and not just, you know, not in a way, not in an emotional way, um, because the more we interacted with all these individuals, the more, you know, and, and listen, we had our, we had our own biases about, you know, we, everyone does, um, everyone has some idea of who uh, people experiencing homeless are, homelessness are. Um, but it wasn't until the the frequency of these interactions increased that you you really were hit with the realization that you're handing out gift cards to people just like you. You're you're staring at yourself sometimes. You're talking to these people. The stories are incredible. The the, the you know we, you know he, and and it, and it and it motivated it motivated me even more in a way um to say you know wow like we're there like the people at risk are so the the you know the 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 spectrum is so big of who these people are um and and it, it really brought um a sense of motivation even more of a sense of motivation to tell that story and to 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 find a way to humanize these people because that's it's just that's what they deserve. Um, everyone deserves that 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 tap that you know that that hand on the shoulder, that hug, that that embrace, the smile, uh, you know, treat, being treated with decency, being treated with respect. Um, these are these are these are things that we can do without money. Um, and sometimes I found that was even more valuable to them than giving them the gift card was to shake their hand, was to ask them how they're doing was to put a hand on their shoulder to let them know that we're here to help. We'll be back. Um, this was extremely influential for me and Evan, I'm sure as well. Uh, yeah. It, it's that, that interaction that you mentioned, uh, Leah Denbach, who uh, is an incredible human being. Who, um, yes. We've worked with her. You, you worked with Leah. Yeah. And she's mm -hmm. talked about um, individuals. She takes pictures of saying, you know, proof, this is proof that I exist. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it, for, for me, you know, it's proof that I, I, I'm here because sometimes people don't see me, which is heartbreaking, but, but true, very true that, that you don't see the person exactly why people, you know, we use the phrase, a person experiencing homelessness because you see the person first, man, like that's, that's a yes. person, that's a dad, uncle, friend, sister, aunt, um, you know, see, see the person and, and you are definitely seeing the person. Now we, this is, uh, card for change is the name of your Correct. organization yes. uh -huh. what's next guys what's next i know you got it to, like hey we didn't expect this it's happening it's growing uh what, what, what's the plans well we um we're currently in the process of applying to be a registered charity um so up until now we've been we were again we we're lucky enough to have a like a viral gofundme um and then some recognition from uh some larger corporations uh, but uh, we, but that sort of that momentum has tapered off, and and 
and it's okay because in the meantime we are applying to be a charity once we are registered um we will be able to go after uh, i think much wider demographic um larger larger donations from corporations um so we we plan on on not on certainly not stopping and and hopefully you know and make this a much more meaningful um impact across or across canada so watch out look out for us yeah <laughs> yeah we want to go we want to go knock on doors we want to go yeah. knock on doors there's corporations in canada um that we see as a perfect potential partnership for us because they they fit into what we need to service this this community we need banking we need developers who uh, who, build, who build homes we need um telecommunications we need those kinds of tools for this group so we have a, we have um we have an objective um and we're not shy about going and knocking on those doors and trying to um hold those large corporations accountable to that community as well um we we need their participation um for this to be uh, as impactful as we think it can be very very cool love it love the ambition and i have no doubt um there big there are big things to come if people want to be part of the solution if they want to support how can they do how, how can they go about that how can they find out more about you what are your socials etc we're on uh we're, so mostly you can find us on instagram um that's where we uh, post our pictures and and try to tell our story we're not very socially um social um marketing savvy so um it's not going to be the best picture and we certainly don't we try not to um you know put ourselves out there first of all we try not to we don't take pictures um of anybody that we're giving cards to that's not that's not the direction we want to head in yeah. um so it's it's um it's, it's definitely on purpose that we're um a little bit more low-key but if you want to if you want to follow our story and and we hope that you do that's um that would definitely be um the most helpful thing for us at the moment um you can see you can find us on car for change on instagram um, or on facebook uh and for now that's probably the best way we do we do have a TikTok. i'll say that um but we don't do much there um just yet but maybe who knows i mean it's a there's a, a huge demographic we recently um were contacted by a, a, a youth, a younger person who wanted to um, help, who saw what we were doing and wanted to help. Um, so we think there's a huge uh, opportunity there as well um, to to get that, to get uh, the, what is it, Gen Z, I don't know, um, involved as well. Uh, so um, yeah, that's right, that's it. If you want to find us, the best way is on Instagram right now, on, on at Undercard for Change. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Just quickly, Michael, just oh, I just want to quickly, just want to quickly, uh, just to shout out all of the groups that we work with, all of the shelters, all of the outreach programs who are doing the work day in day out, giving their time, making this community better, uh, making the lives of people experiencing homelessness better. Um, you know, Evan, Evan, and I always want to be careful about how we. Um, you know, how we present ourselves um, in this community, you know, because um, there are people who have dedicated their lives to this well before Evan and I uh, got involved in this. And um, we just want to, we want to say thank you to all these amazing people out there who are, who are doing this daily and uh, making a difference. 
Awesome. Thanks so much for Mark, for that, Mark. And, and yes, they are. And they are right back at you. Truly grateful that you're making their jobs and their efforts a lot easier in what you do. Let me tell you guys this. I mean, I'm sure you know this, but a large part of people entering into uh, emergency housing or, or uh homelessness is just due to income, right? Uh, if you look at the Who's Hungry report, so we've had Neil Hetherington on this uh, podcast a number of times, um, number one, because he's a great and fascinating uh, person doing great work, but we often talk about their uh, annual Who's Hungry report. And they were talking about the average food bank user has uh, $8 left over after paying for housing. And if you're black or indigenous, $6 at the end of the day, uh, which will not get you very far in any city in Canada or any uh, town. So what you're really doing is providing people with alternative forms of income to buy food, uh, get clothing, et cetera, outside of that, supplementing that eight and $6 that will not go far. You're making a huge difference is what I'm saying. Uh, you're being innovative. You're um, showing people that it can be done, that a couple people can make a big difference and it can snowball. So truly grateful to both of you. I wish you all the best. Let's keep uh, anything that we can do at the podcast here or as a sector to move your work forward. Uh, count on us. And I know even for, I say to both of you, uh, reach out to me uh, offline. If you're ever interested, before you get your um, become a charity, there are different ways to apply uh, with the support of a charity to different uh, funding sources to get some more dollars in the door for the work that you do. Uh, and I know that uh, Blue Door and many others will be happy to support you in that way to that charitable status, which sometimes takes a bit of a yeah. beat, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it but takes time, you. but it will happen. But uh, happy to support with that. Go ahead. Sorry, Mark, I just want to add one thing because I, I want to get this out there. You asked us um you know before you let us go kind of thing but you asked us where do we go from here one of the best things that i heard when we first started was when a few people specifically one of my colleagues mentioned that um not only was he ready to support us but he also um purchased cards on his own um and kept them in his car and that to that to me and mark that was one of the best things that we heard at the uh, you know especially you know we love the support obviously we're ready to do this and devote all our time to this if need be don't tell our employers but um, if, if it's, if it's as just as simple as, um, you know, buying your own cards and putting them in your car and giving them to people, um, when you see them or whatever, that would also, it, you know, you don't know us, but that would mean the world to us too. So, um, I just want to get that out there. Thanks, Mike. Very cool. And you're so right. And it's this cashless society we live in where mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, they have that kind heart. They just don't carry cash. So what do you do? Mm -hmm. If you have yeah. those on hand, it's easy just to hand them out when you, mm -hmm. when you see it and be part of that solution. So thank you guys. Thanks for the inspiration. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for pushing it forward. So appreciative of the work you do day in and day out uh, to help our most vulnerable. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks. Appreciate Michael. You us. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Oh, there you have it listeners. Uh, Two guys are saying, hey, we're going to be the change we want to see in this world, uh, leading by example, and thousands of thousands of dollars, right? They, you know, they started small, um, did, some, did some great stuff. People heard of it. It snowballed, and it's turned into so many people benefiting. It's turned into a dignified approach to supporting people. Um, you have two choices in this life. You can you know, choose to put your head in the sand and say that someone should do something about it, or you can choose to become part of the solution. So many ways to do so. We mentioned CAEH and uh, their work on pushing government on a housing benefit. That's huge. That can make a difference. Looking for something a little smaller, but you know, very, very impactful 
do what Evan and Mark are doing. Keep those gift cards in your card. Give them out. Hand them out to people without judgment, without deep thought of what are they going to do with it. Hey, man, it's about kindness. It's kindness to each other. We can all use a little bit more uh, kindness in our lives. Do that. Or, hey, empower Mark and Evan to do that work. Check them out on uh, Instagram. Uh, it is at Card for Change. Uh, they are on Facebook too, at Card for Change. Um, be part of the solution. Give to them generously and make an impact. Thanks so much for listening. We so appreciate your support and all of the people in the sector and outside of the sector, what you're doing to prevent and end homelessness. We can do this. It is um, it is preventable. Uh, it is something that we can solve. And hopefully you're going to put me out of work. I would love that. Take care, and we'll see you next time on The Way Home. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.